You know, one thing I love, Mariah, about the interwebs, if you will, is the fact that we can track exactly how many listeners we have to the Cabin Podcast. And we have very recently gotten a major uptick mm-hmm. in the numbers. How cool is that? It's amazing. I love so, it. Mariah Haberman is part of our Cabin Podcast. She's a co-host of Discover Wisconsin. I'm Eric Paulson, also a co-host of the podcast and the show. And with us, in case you are new to our podcast, and I understand many of you are now, we have Ellen with us who produces and arranges and tells us the main subject matter of what we're going to say. I'm here to keep you all in line. (laughs) And Audio Dave, who makes the magic happen. The legendary Audio Dave. Mayor of Blanchardville. (laughs) Future mayor of Blanchardville. (laughs) (laughs) So if you've been with us all along, thank you so much for being with us all along. If you're brand new, we hope you're going to join us for a long, long time as we have fun on the Cabin Podcast. And uh, Mariah, since we're such great professionals, I believe you're starting with uh, a mistake, if you will. A mistake. You know, I think this is a perfect way to introduce our new listeners into the cabin, since I like to tell people we're not experts. We pretend to know a lot of things. Uh, (laughs) uh, But every once in a while... We're wrong. In this case, I'm wrong. Womp womp. So we have an ope from episode 24, which was about my, you know, the topic that I claim to be an expert in, (laughs) Wisconsin. It is actually our most listened to episode of all time on the cabin so far. Yep. Cool. Well, I should say our most listened to in its first week of being published. Anyway, I said that Wollersheim Winery is in Sauk County, but I stand corrected thanks to Instagrammer, listen listen to this, <laughs> Beer Me Now, Please and Thank You. That was his handle. Already? That- That's who took that username from me. <laughs> Dang it. As soon as I saw that person <laughs> added me at, was uh, mentioned me? On Instagram, I perked sure. right up. I was like, this person seems very credible. Anyways, <laughs> Prairie du Sac is in Sauk County, which is where I made this assumption that the winery was also in Sauk County. But if you look at a map, you actually have to cross the river into Dane County, and that is where Willersheim is technically located. Ah. Right along so. Highway 188 on the Dane County side, indeed. We have little highway noises when I reference specific roads for all you new cabin listeners. And since we're heading to an area of Wisconsin today with one of, no, probably the prettiest road, eh, one of the prettiest roads in the state of Wisconsin, (laughs) I have a feeling that that little sting is going to come up again, a little audio sting there. There may be a reference or two. All right, I'll get it ready. Yes. We're taking y'all to Door County. The Cabin is brought to you by the Wisconsin Counties Association, and this week we're featuring Door County, obviously. Okay, so it's named after the strait between the Door Peninsula and Washington Island, which I believe is technically known as Death's Door, right? Port de Mort, yes, in French. Wow. So I always knew Door of Death. (laughs) Yeah, I always knew that Death's Door was the passage you had to cross to get to Washington Island, and it's it's pretty famous. I had never made the connection that Door County was named after Death's Door. I just Mm -hmm. assumed Death's Door was named after Door County, which this is insane to me that a county so beautiful is is named after something so scary sounding. (laughs) Morbid. (laughs) Yes. So it's called Death's Door because it was a really hard passage to cross. And I think there are quite a bit of shipwrecks in that area just because of how 
tricky the waters are there. That's there kind of wild. There are to think. many. Well, when you go from the main body of Lake Michigan into the waters of Green Bay, there's a lot of shallow shoals there. There's a lot of almost islands. They don't quite rise above right. the surface. Mm-hmm. So ships during storms, the waters get rough. They bottom out on the, I mean, it's just, it was a very harrowing passage. And that's ah. one of the reasons they love to pull up on shore and ah. enjoy the natural beauty of the peninsula because they were safe. The more you know, folks. Waters. And after those hard trips into the harbor, that's when they snap and start throwing eggs at each other, right? And that's yes. how Egg Harbor, egg harbor <laughs> They back. just had to let loose after that tough journey. And Audio Dave's not making stuff up. That's true. That's You learn about that in our Egg Harbor Surgeon Bay episode of Discover Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of, the largest city in Door County is Sturgeon Bay, and there are not one but two national protected areas in Door County. There's the Gravel Island National Wildlife Area and Refuge. There's also the Green Bay National Wildlife Refuge. Huh. I haven't been to either. So both vacationers and wildlife take refuge in Door County. That's true. So Door County has a year-round population of about 28,000, but the area has, of course, huge tourism booms <laughs> in the summer, which can bring that number up to 250,000 people. Quite wow. a few from Illinois, too. That's quite a few. Yeah, and all over. It is insane to see the international tourism that does come to that area of Wisconsin. Right. I love That's it. It's very yeah. true. And, and in mm-hmm. typical years, of which this is not, we are talking in 2020 here, of course, a lot of uh, students from overseas come and work all the restaurants and the hotels and all the other uh, businesses in Dora County, too, because they need that much more help yep. during the uh, tourism season. That's hmm. your county of the week. All right. And so we are deeping, diving, deep diving. (laughs) I'm a professional. It's okay. Uh, For our campfire conversation today. Now we are heading into August and there's still a ton of time to plan a few more end of summer trips. Let's face it. The weather is going to be nice into August, into September. And that's really why we're doing the Dora County deep dive. Now we're covering a bunch of our favorite spots, some must-sees, where to get great food, maybe cover a little history. Uh, So there's a lot of really cool stuff. Now I was just there over July 4th week. And Mariah, you're planning a trip uh, in the coming week or two or three, I guess, right? Where's your first stop when you go to Door County? Well, okay, I'll tell you what's on, that's been on my bucket list forever. And it's actually a good transition out of our County of the Week segment talking about Death's Door. So the shipwrecks in Door County or right off of Door County amaze me. And everyone kind of knows they're there, I think, We're aware of them, but to actually go and explore them, and here's what makes it interesting. So there are apparently about 275 shipwrecks in less than 60 feet of water. And one of the reasons why so many divers love to flock to Door County to experience them is because they're so well-preserved because of how cold the water is there. Wow. Yeah, so you can really, I mean, they just haven't deteriorated as much as I think in warm water shipwrecks have. So that is something that, you know, when you say, okay, you're planning a trip, I have yet to do, I mean, the restaurant scene, I want to get into that because you can't go to Door County and like not have an amazing meal. It's just, there's, there's some great foodie destinations around every corner. But when we talk about, I mean, I plan my trips around adventure. That's like the first thing I kind of look for is like, what's something I could do to like truly explore the area. And shipwrecks are one of a couple things that are top of are at the top of my bucket list for Door County. So we'll have to go there for your underwater episode that we're going to film, right? Yes, yes. I would die to do it. Kind of. So I we talked about the underwater episode, but I have to admit I'd be like a little, I would do it, but I'd be a little freaked out to be like, I don't know how close, I don't know if you can get in the boats. Probably not. I'm guessing you have to like stay a little bit away. But 
That would be kind of creepy. What if there's bodies in there? <laughs> Ghost ship. Do you think there are bodies in there? There may Oof. be some remnants, but most of those shipwrecks happened 150, 200 plus years ago, too. They're just skeletons. So uh, a lot of, perhaps. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, we have taken a dark turn on the cabin today. <laughs> I like shipwrecks go back turns. to the late 1600s up in that area. So, I mean, it's, wow. it's been wow. a long time for some of them. And That's there is more crazy. information about that at the Door County Maritime Museum locations there's one in sturgeon bay and then there's one up near gills rock near the tip of the peninsula along highway 42 so if you really want some background on the shipwrecks that maritime museum either either location's a good stop all right eric take it away where would you take us to eat first or well whatever you think what's like when you think door county what are you like yes you have to go do this thing Hmm. well i love first of all i do love sturgeon bay you know that is it's the county seat And it really wasn't, they built a bypass around there in the late seventies and the town had a little more of a, of a rough time, but it has come back big time in the last few years, the main street, which is, you got to use the steel bridge to cross in Door County. Yeah, It's a historic bridge from 1930. It's beautiful. It's a truss bridge. And there's so much going on on either side of that now along the shores in Sturgeon Bay. So that's a great place to kick off your trip just to get a lay of the land. The actual waters of Sturgeon Bay are really cool. They're the calmest waters in Door County. Mm. And then you that's your launching pad. And then what you really need to do is check out the coasts. And one of the best ways is to go on 57 up to the Lake Michigan side and hit Cave Point County Park and Whitefish Dunes State Park because there you're getting big white beaches, big white cliffs, and then rocks at Cave Point where Lake Michigan water just not only crashes onto but through and up because there are some areas in the rocks where it's porous and the water will shoot up through there. So that will give you a sense of the just the natural beauty. And then I like hitting all those great towns along 42, like Egg Harbor and then Fish Creek and then Peninsula State Park right there in Ephraim. I mean, you, you got to do the tour first. You got to do that circle of 42 and 57 to get the lay of the land. And so you recommend just inside. driving. Do a drive first is like step one. Do a drive because then it gives you the realization that you are truly on a peninsula. You're never more than a few miles away from the waters of Lake Michigan or Green Bay, which of course is part of Lake Michigan. And that just, that just orients you. And then you can really, then suddenly your level of appreciation for it is where it should be. And then you Mm -hmm. can head everything else. And it's so, it's like this weirdly eerie, but also beautiful feeling knowing you're on a highway and the water is so close. Like you can tell it's about to open up, but there's just like (laughs) a tree line there and then it does. And yeah, it is. Such a dramatic drive. So, so beautiful. Obviously, in the, the heat of summer, it's, <laughs> there's traffic, so you're not necessarily cruising through these towns. I mean, sometimes you're crawling. Like It, it can be that crazy. But if you do go um, fall and winter and, and spring and, and uh, provided the weather is decent for you, you can, you know, there's obviously not as much traffic. Um, and I love that you brought up Sturgeon Bay. I don't like using the term gateway with any town I'm speaking of. And I know a lot of people think of Sturgeon Bay as the gateway to Door County, but I'd fight that a little bit because I think Sturgeon Bay has, as you pointed out, it stands on its own. It has so much, I mean, you could easily spend a whole week just there. It is the largest city in Door County and has just so much to offer from food and entertainment. And I believe there are two downtowns in that city alone. It's just really (laughs) fascinating area of Door County. Yeah, there's, there's kind of a small downtown on what they call the mainland. And then you go across the steel bridge. There's another bridge a block away. And then there's the big bypass bridge 
a little further outside of town. But if you go on the other side, that's technically the peninsula, which is really an island because um, the waters of Sturgeon Bay never went all the way across, but then they built a little canal Hmm. in 1882 to finish the connection between the waters of Sturgeon Bay and Lake Michigan. So that made that section of the peninsula truly an island. But the main part of downtown Sturgeon Bay is on the island side. And if you go up and down 3rd Street, there's craft breweries and shops and like a specialty kitchen place and Door County Candy, which my God, you'll get lost in there. I love that place. (laughs) Just enjoy a sugar high for hours and hours and Mm -hmm. hours. Uh, And some really good restaurants, most of which are only a year or two or three old. I mean, a lot of new places have opened up lately. So I really do suggest when you go to Door County, don't use Sturgeon Bay as a pass-through. Stop there and explore it. Mm -hmm. Something you brought up that I definitely wanted to expand a little bit on is the parks in Door County. You brought up Cape Point County Park and one of the state parks. Whitefish Dunes right next to it. Whitefish Dunes. Okay, so there are five state parks Indoor County alone. I'm guessing there's more state parks in Door County than probably any other county, but this, I may be setting myself up for the next OPE in the next episode. <laughs> well, you know, five is a, a lot, lot of state parks, though. Yeah. I mean, That's a lot. I mean, I'm trying to think, you know, I, the Dane County area actually has quite a few, but they kind of are, there's a couple in Dane. I don't think there's five in Dane. There's there's like 11 in the general area, but to have five in one county, and the five we're referring to here are Potawatomi. Whitefish Dunes, as Eric pointed out, Peninsula, Newport, and also Rock Island State Park, which is one mm-hmm. of two major islands off of Door County. And then there are also 19 county parks. Wow. That's where I need to do some work. <laughs> I need to go to the county parks. I've been Actually, slacking. Yeah, because Cave Point's very famous, but um, there is another one on the uh, Green Bay side. That is really cool because it used to be a quarry. It's called George Pinney County Park, P-I-N-N-E-Y. And it's just northwest of Sturgeon Bay on the grounds. But you will see rock outcroppings. And they have like some from some of the shipwrecks, Mariah, they've salvaged things like anchors and bells. And so it's all strewn about in this county park. And you have these gorgeous views of both the water and the limestone cliffs, which of course form part of the Niagara Escarpment which is why geographically Door County exists. Mm -hmm. So they're on opposite sides of the peninsula, but they're both fantastic places to visit. Yeah. I have to bring up the lighthouses, you know, bringing it back Mm. to kind of that maritime culture that we were referencing with the shipwrecks in the area. Um, There are 11 lighthouses in Door County. And this is, believe it or not, I don't know if you guys have noticed this on social media, but I get, I often ask my followers, what do you want us to talk about? And the lighthouse subject comes up again and again and again. Really? And yes. And I, I wanted to pose this question to you guys. What do you think it is about lighthouses, maybe specifically in the Door County area, because that's probably the most popular area to explore lighthouse culture in Wisconsin, if you will. What do you think it is about them that is so intriguing to people? Well, I think they make first great all, pictures. They do make yeah, so great do. pictures. Yes. Yeah. Door County actually has the most coastline of any county in the United States. And it's over 250 miles of coastline. So it would make sense that it would have so many lighthouses and these ships that are navigating those waters. I've been on a friend's boat near Sister Bay, near uh, Ephraim. And we took his boat 20 some odd miles south to Sturgeon Bay on the waters once it got dark. And the light from the Potawatomi State Park Lighthouse. There's one right at the edge where Sturgeon Bay begins at the waters of Green Bay. We could see that light 20 miles away, and it literally guided us 
to you know to to safety to Sturgeon Bay. So I think the fact that they're beautiful and picturesque. If if it's on a coast, it's automatically m- more physically pleasing to the eye. Right. But the fact that these lighthouses also provide a valuable service to safely guide those ships in. Everybody thinks about what it's like to be out on the waters, especially on the Great Lakes, which can be really rough. I mean, those things would guide people to safety and then they would, you know, they would help them come ashore and bring whatever they were carrying on their boats. And so it's a mixture of the aesthetics of the lighthouse itself, plus what it stood for and what it did for people. Well, and I took my little brother, Blake, who loves history. We did a tour of, I think it was the Eagle Bluff Lighthouse, which is near Peninsula State Park in Door County. We did a tour of that one. And it is crazy to wrap your head around that that was someone's 24-7 job, was to live there at that Mm -hmm. lighthouse and to be the lookout like to really sometimes i'm like man i complain that like social media is part of my job and that's never ending but like that (laughs) being at a lighthouse that's like a whole different take of like no your job is like literally 24 7 and you can't there's no separation (laughs) like you live there you live at the office and you take a lot of stairs when you live there Mm-hmm. But they got a great view, so it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I mean, can you complain that much? I think people like the history and the stories. Like, every lighthouse kind of has yeah. that different story. And people love going on those tours. Like, I've been to Door County and done a lighthouse tour. Like, they're so fun. And you see, especially if they're, like, restored and exactly how they were when they were originally built. Like, people love to know that aspect of history. Yeah, yeah. if there's any listeners out there who know tons of lighthouse stories and history, hit us up because... You could just be part of that yeah. episode if we do drop one. it in totally. around the campfire. Yes, yeah, which is our I, I would page. love to hear some of the the interesting stories behind specific lighthouses. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. Uh, should we talk about the foodie scene? Yes. Why not? I mean, we have to. It's Door <laughs> County. Absolutely, gotta eat when you go up there, right? Do you have a favorite restaurant? Um, I have several favorites, depending on the type of food and the style of the restaurant. One of my favorites for a nicer dinner is it's right on the waters of the Lake Michigan side, uh, kind of east northeast of Sturgeon Bay. It's called Donnie's Glidden Lodge. Mm. And I was I started being partial to it because I voiced their commercials up there. A friend mm. of mine uh, owns two radio stations in Door County and I do some voice work for them. And and then I went to Donnie's and I was like, "Oh my god, this place is amazing." We weren't kidding in the ads. Uh, just fantastic foods, you know, steaks and seafood. And uh, they really, and it's a kind of a rustic but upscale setting. So that's, if you want to go to a nice dinner, and they also have a, Donnie's Golden Lodge also is a, a place you can stay. There's a hotel, kind of condo hotels attached to it. But the restaurant itself, definitely a great place if you want a, a, a nice, fancy dinner. And, uh, but then, of course, my favorite bar food in Door County is at Husby's in, <gasps> in Sister Bay. Yeah. Which, you know, it's, we're not just talking standard bar food. They make phenomenal meals. And Mm -hmm. so it runs the gamut. I mean, I even like AJ's bar on Highway 57 between Bailey's Harbor and Sister Bay. They had sushi on a Tuesday night and it was really good in a bar and it wasn't even on the water. So (laughs) you can get a variety of stuff. And of course, most of the restaurants and and the bars too, the fish will be as fresh as you can get. Yes. Yeah, I got to give a shout out to the White Gull Inn in Fish Ooh, Creek. Such, yeah, a great spot. I know they're they're famous for their fish boil. Obviously, you can't talk about Door County without talking about 
the fish boil, right? That's like definitely on your top what that five. is to people. Yeah. It sounds like something you don't want on your face or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder if that place is the one I was poking around their website and they have a bunch of great 360 degree videos from around Door County from like kayaking to motorcycling segway tours um but there is one of a fish boil as well i don't don't remember what location it was at have you done a fish boil have you experienced one audio dave i haven't no okay so one thing i love especially like from a discover wisconsin perspective and a video perspective i love the drama of seeing like the visual representation of a fish boil like the fire going up it's just like it's so fun to just witness whether you're actually gonna you know eat the fish or not but it's basically (laughs) locally caught white fish and it's boiled like actually in an open fire and like kind of this like community style kitchen right outside the restaurant usually people are kind of all at their tables around the fish boil it's usually in this like big metal kettle um, and then the chef will add salt to the water bring it to a boil then they add potatoes and usually onions so hmm. it's basically like the best way <laughs> and the most visual way to boil fish it's like a fiery stew yeah brings a fish fry to a whole new level yes it does it's yes yeah we are very dramatic here in wisconsin <laughs> when it comes to how we prepare our meals it's like the open kitchen concept door county style <laughs> Very nice. Except the kitchen's yeah. outdoors. Because yes. an indoor fish boil is not recommended. Yeah. Uh, that would be a little <laughs> scary. Uh, but White to the Gull fire Inn, <laughs> I do want to bring it back a little. So White Gull Inn is, like I said, a very well known for their fish boil. One of the most probably famous restaurants for their fish boil. But it was actually their breakfast that brought me there back in, uh, I think, 2016 for an episode of Discover Wisconsin. And their breakfast was actually named... Um, actually, no, it was the winner of Good Morning America's Best Breakfast Challenge. And it was their, yes, it was their cherry stuffed French toast, which I got to try on camera. Literally, you guys. Sounds amazing. We're so lucky with all the food we get to eat on camera. I know we talk about this all the time, Eric, but I'm not (laughs) kidding when I say this is absolutely in the top five best meals I've ever had. And you know what is another little kind of pro tip here is everybody goes there for the fish boil when it's packed, but- which I would recommend as well. However, if you want to kind of beat the crowds, go there for the breakfast where it's a little bit lesser known. I know Good Morning America kind of blabbed about it nationwide, but <laughs> that was a while back. So now like hopefully you guys can get a table easily because that is one of the tricks I will say of Door County is figuring out where to go where you can get a table semi-easily because especially in the summer, it can get pretty crazy. It can. And you know the cherries, of course, being so prevalent in Door County, uh, that cherry French toast does sound oh. quite quite delectable oh, mm-hmm. yes but if Cherry we're talking breakfast everything. probably one of the most famous breakfast places in dora county is al johnson's in sister yes. bay the mm-hmm. swedish restaurant and boutique spelled b-u-t-i-k uh it is part <laughs> restaurant part gift shop and part spectacle because famously in the summertime they have a grass roof because uh, it kind of it's kind of a log oh, cabin yeah. looking building. The roof is all grass, and in the summertime, they take these goats that they care for at a farm <laughs> offsite in the wintertime, uh, and the goats can climb up to the roof and graze on that grass. It's Wait. been a spectacle for decades, and there's a goat cam. Ooh, really? You can watch the goats live anytime you wish. Eric, when up there snacking. isn't there a story where like they just went to the Supreme Court about there these was a news on the story. roof? Yes, and <laughs> I talked. To, I talked about that yeah. on my radio show. I talked about that on my radio show in Milwaukee. A New York attorney back in 2011 
filed a complaint with the courts. Uh, Al Johnson's has a trademark about goats on the roof. He challenged oh, really? that trademark. He said it was insensitive to the goats. <laughs> no, and he's never explained anything further than that. And it, it went all the way up really? to the level of the U.S. Supreme Court. They refused recently, to hear the case. Like, very this recently, this week, really? this past week. Yeah. Oh wow. Or maybe, <gasps> uh, two weeks ago. And so the news just came out about that. So they've been battling this ridiculous lawsuit. Okay, and guys. Finally, in 2020, we're gonna we're gonna a are you goat Googling lawsuit. That? I'm. Yeah. I am trying to Google this because it's like, do we not have enough problems in the world right yeah, now? Yeah, that's what the courts yeah. need We're to not pay attention to, deal to with right coronavirus. now. Goats. We're here to deal with goats on the goats. roof, okay? Yeah. <laughs> if they take away the goats on the roof, I will be furious. They're not I going to. I will start a and, petition. And the roof not going sure to. beats a sheer cliff that yeah. goats are used to. Look on the bright on. side, people. It's not <laughs> a cliff. Agile. It's not a cliff. <laughs> I think we can all agree that the lawsuit was bad, but (laughs) what's nice about it is the last court order uh, ordered the attorney from New York who brought this ridiculous thing up to pay all of the attorney's fees for Al Johnson's. It cost him a ton of money to bring up. To this day, I actually would want to talk to the guy and go, what were you thinking? And do you have anything else going on in your life? But You don't whatever. challenge so, things like that in Wisconsin. Yeah, especially here. You don't do that. So, um, But to see the goats snacking on the roof makes you even hungrier for the Swedish pancakes and the Swedish meatballs and the other delights that await inside Al Johnson's. Very popular iconic. for breakfast and lunch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Another couple of restaurants. These are sister restaurants. And I wanted to talk about a couple that are... N- Known in Door County, but not to the level of, you know, White Gall Inn and Al's, um, Trixie's and Wickman House. Have you guys heard of them? Heard of no. them, have not been. Okay. They're amazing. And I wanted to bring these two up specifically because Door County has an amazing culture of really like knowing where your food comes from. And, you know, the farm to table movement is big in Door County. And these two, again, their sister restaurants are just like the most high quality meals I've ever had. Trixie's is a, a also a little, there's a little bar area there. It's kind of this one room little, it looks like a four. I don't think it was a schoolhouse, but that's kind of the vibe you get when you go in there. And they're also just both aesthetically so beautiful, both the Wickman House and Trixie's. So if you just want a good little cocktail, you know, before your meal, like these are two really solid options for you. It's nice. There's also, if you're a big supper club fan, there's the mill, which is right before 42 and 57 split just north of Sturgeon Bay. That made that, uh, that famous Wisconsin supper clubs book. Oh, and it's a cool little place. There used to be one in Fish Creek called CNC Supper Club, and longtime Door County people just went, "Yes, I love that place." It's not there anymore, <laughs> but there are a lot of other good options in Fish Creek now to enjoy too. And a little locals tip: if you want to go where everybody who's from Door County is, go to the Bayside Tavern on Forty Two in Fish Creek. That's where everybody who lives in Door County goes to hide from the tourists in the middle of the <laughs> summer. And they're the, one of the few places you get like food at one or two in the morning. So that's that's a nice insider tip. So I feel like we talked about a lot of iconic restaurants, and I just want to mention a comment I saw on Around the Campfire the other day from Joshua Hockett. He was asking thank about... Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. <laughs> uh, an episode about, like, legacy restaurants in Wisconsin. And I know we talked about Al Johnson's, but I think that might be a really good episode coming up about, you know, ones that have really, like, deep history here. Um, yeah, so yeah. shout out to Joshua. I will start planning that. <laughs> Sounds great to really me. Really good one. Yeah, I and it. I I mentioned I was poking around their website. I 
think it's really great for for their dining scene this uh, they call it hanker and basically they sent around the same food photographers around to all of the area restaurants and stuff like that so you can really get a great sense of what is being served at all these places without having to go in and see for yourself so if you're if you're planning a trip check it out um doorcounty.com is pretty convenient yeah for sure and that's the terrible thing about trying to look stuff like that up on Yelp or Google Images. Like sometimes there are really skilled people taking good pictures of the food and <laughs> you're going to want to go there. So to have the same photographer taking pictures at all the places is really nice. Mm-hmm. Consistency is good. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. of, Maria, I do have a quick ulp. Uh, Uh-oh. One of the, bar, the bar I noted on 57, I said it was AJ's. It's the AC tap. Uh, I need to correct myself on that. Uh, and if if we don't mention Wilson's, Mariah, people are going to get on a case. Yeah, so, so it'll be a witch hunt for us. Wilson's <laughs> Ice Cream Parlor in Ephraim. Classic looking place. Just a great place to get some ice cream and so some So nostalgic. Treats. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. My uh, One of my coworkers at the radio station, Hannah, she was just up in Door County, and she was frustrated about Wilson's and I said why because I thought you know was it expensive and they didn't give her enough ice cream no she said I ordered one scoop and it was like four scoops I got so (laughs) full eating it I'm like that's not a problem that is a good thing so yes the the servings at Wilson's are generous so yes and the sunsets across the street are the best just the best go get your ice cream round up the family and take a little stroll just north, you know, just along that little sidewalk north of the restaurant. And it, I mean, Door County, you know, when you're dealing with a peninsula here that has just stunning views, literally 360 (laughs) views, you can't go wrong, but I'd be hard pressed to pick a better spot for an amazing sunset photo than that view just outside of Wilson's in Ephraim. That is an amazing place for a sunset photo. It's unique in Wisconsin that there is water that you can't see across or can barely see across where a sunset happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you want the ultimate sunset view. Oh, are you going to try suggest... and story top me here? <laughs> well, I have a hidden gem for you. Mm. Picture yourself. Going up Highway 42 to Ellison Bay. Uh, Ellison Mm -hmm. Bay County Park is a place where it's it's obviously right along the waters of Green Bay, but it's higher up. And there Mm -hmm. is a walkway, kind of a wooden plank walkway, that goes to this overhang. And you're a good, I don't know, maybe 30, 40 feet above the water. And the view of that sunset, you got a straight shot. There's nothing else you see but water and the sun going down. And it is spectacular. Wow. You're right. You are definitely right. I've I don't know that I've been to the county park, but I've been to the Allison Bay Community Park, and they might overlap. It's a tiny area. <laughs> and um, my friend Aaliyah, whose birthday is today, and she writes for the Peninsula Pulse Indoor County. Shout out to Aaliyah. Um, Happy her her and her husband got married up there, and we had their rehearsal dinner right there in Allison Bay at that little community Ooh. park. And we took sunset pictures, and there were like two rainbows behind us wow. over the water. It was like I almost like wanted to laugh because I'm like, how can it be this perfect? This is too perfect. This yeah. is too perfect. It was so beautiful. Yeah. It's just, oh, Door County. And then there's like, ooh, we had lavender wine because they grow lavender mm. right there in that Ellison ooh. Bay area. 
And they obviously they also grow lavender as every almost everyone probably knows up on Washington Island. Um, Fragrant Isle, yes. Oh, yes, yeah, such such a cool spot. I know we didn't talk as much about Washington Island and Rock Island, but I do oftentimes try to encourage people because, and I'm glad that you brought up Ellison Bay because I think a lot of people think of Sister Bay, Fish Creek. Those are like the really popular Door County mm-hmm. destinations. But don't forget to head further north. There are some really cool spots, as you point out. You know, the Ellison Bay, Gills Rock. That's mm. a really cool area. And and taking that ferry across to Washington Island, which has become much more popular over the last couple of years, probably due to Discover Wisconsin's recent episode on uh, Washington we'll, Island. I'm gonna we'll guess. Take huh? yeah, we'll take credit. We'll take credit for that. Well, <laughs> you and I having the LB Burger up there. You know, the Albert Trust. Did driving. you see someone shouted that out in our Around the Campfire Facebook I, I group? I did. I mm-hmm. thought that was awesome. Yeah, I was like, "This is for Eric. I love that." Uh, yeah, and then Rock <laughs> Island, which is definitely even more. Like, if you want. To get away from the crowds in Door County, Rock Island is going to be like your number one destination. There's like no civilization there. So you get away from electricity <laughs> when you go to Rock Island. Yeah, we talked about that last week, right? We did talk about it last week during the camping destinations show. So if you yeah. want some rugged camping, you can go there and camping. Also, good. I'm glad you brought that up because there are we haven't talked about lodging yet. This is mm-hmm. probably actually why I love Door County so much. The county is generally speaking pretty opposed to chains, chain, you know, brands in general. There are some hotels you will find some, I believe in Sturgeon Bay. Sturgeon Bay is allowed to have chains, but I think every other community cannot have a chain. Sturgeon Bay is the last place. That's if people want to go to a Walmart or to a McDonald's or uh, like they have a Best (laughs) Western hotel. Yeah. Even a hospital. Um, They're all in Sturgeon Bay. And the big city. Once you yeah. pass, I th- there might there might be or have been one subway shop in a gas station in Sister Bay. That's <gasps> about it. Controversial. Do you remember when Ephraim? And they passed? ran them right out of town. <laughs> well, it is controversial there. You know what? I get it. It's like there there's a certain kind of vibe you're going for. Well, anyway, what I was kind of bringing up here was the lodging to me is always so cool. And I actually really think hard about where I'm staying while I'm on vacation because I do think it adds to your whole experience and. All of the the little lodges and bed and breakfast there, I mean, they've got like maybe 10 rooms tops in most hmm. cases. So, and most of the time you're probably meeting the owners. Like they're, they're probably the ones checking you in. I do think that is a, a pretty big part of that Door County experience. And the Airbnbs there are awesome. I've looked into a few of them, but you brought up Rock Island, which made me think, you know, if you want to do Door County on a budget, Camping. There's no shortage of amazing campgrounds thanks to the 19 county parks and the five state parks in the area. So, rant over. <laughs> very nice. I wouldn't, oh, I wouldn't call it a rant, but that was very thorough. What I was going to bring mm-hmm. up was do you remember when Ephraim changed that ordinance or whatever you want to call it on the, because they were the only dry municipality left, I think, in the state of Wisconsin? Yep, weren't they? they were the last one. Yes. I had very mixed feelings about that. <laughs> when did that change? Just a couple years ago. Yeah, maybe four oh, wow. or five years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ephraim hasn't exactly turned into this huge bar pl- destination anymore. It's not like the place went crazy or anything. Right. But you have more options now in Ephraim than you had before if you want to raise a glass, basically. Yeah. But Ephraim is still its charming little self. And um, there's, actually, there's actually a really good little breakfast place there, too. Not to shift gears back, but uh, good eggs. If you're coming oh, up. Oh, yeah. I love that spot. If you're coming into Ephraim on 42, right past Peninsula State Parks, the eastern entrance, you go down this big hill into Ephraim, and it's right there. Beaches across the street. And uh, they just have great little egg dishes. They had a thing called the Grilled Cheese Project, where they made like any kind of grilled cheese you wanted. So that's definitely worth a stop. It's, it's barely a shack. 
but it's a great little place for food. It's so cool. Yeah, I love the vibe there. Oh, I man. I don't know if they we sell just, beer there now, but legally they could. If they got I feel a like we barely got to it. That was like just a little tease of Door County, but we tried. I do have another hidden gem for you, especially if you're Scandinavian. It's a charming little, is it Stave or Stave? Or quarterback Stave, Stave, Stave threw me off with that. The Stavkirk? Yeah, well, there's the Stavkirk on Washington Island, but I discovered one over July 4th weekend uh, just south of Bailey's Harbor called Bjorklunden. Ooh. Sounds very Norwegian, right? Yeah. Uh, and that is, it's a it's a kind of a replica of a Norwegian church, but it was built in the 1930s and it's really, really pretty. And you wind down this these narrow country lanes to get it and you can tour it and take pictures and check it out. So if you love old churches, especially Norwegian ones, that's kind of a neat little place to explore. And it's an Instagrammable spot that not a lot oh, of people yeah. know about. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Good tip there. All right, and should we... C- I was, I was just going to say, <laughs> plus there's no shortage of wineries and breweries, but that might be an episode in itself. Well, this is our first day back to remote recording, so it might be... A, yeah, I guess we never, we never really, really acknowledged that. that. <laughs> but yes, we have uh, once again connected all of our individual cabins with tin cans and strings, and here we are still. It's harder yeah. to keep you guys in line when we're remote. <laughs> but you're doing it, girl. I see your little, your little cell phone over there telling us yeah. to wrap it up. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. I'm sorry. We I can tell Eric. I know. <laughs> he was in the zone. I saw it. I yeah. was like, okay, yep. Winery is next. Um, let's <laughs> cut to our ad. Okay. okay. We can do that. <laughs> so fluid. <laughs> this week, we're showing some love to our Norskadalen episode of Discover Wisconsin. Hey, and this was actually would have been a great transition because you were just talking about Norwegian oh, destinations man. in Door County. Should we go back and do it again? <laughs> Let's just do it again. <laughs> no? No. <Okay>. Carry on. <laughs> okay, anyway, Norse Kedalen. So stream this episode <laughs> on TV this weekend. Check your local listings or watch, if you're in Wisconsin, statewide on Fox Sports Wisconsin. But I know only 60% of our listeners are in Wisconsin, so the rest of you need to tune in online, YouTube, discoverwisconsin.com, Apple TV, Chromecast, you know, the rest, I think. Amazon Fire. Amazon Fire, Google. Yeah. I just said Google Google Chromecast. Okay, North Island, <laughs> which means Norwegian Valley, is situated in the Cooley region of the state, so the Driftless area, just kind of like south of La Crosse. East of La Crosse. East of La Crosse, that's what I mm-hmm. meant. In this episode, myself and Eric explore the visitor center, Beckham Farmstead, the Paulson Cabin, no Benrude Chapel, <laughs> and the Helga Gunderson Arboretum. It is honestly one of the prettiest episodes of that entire season. It very much is. The scenery mm. can't be beat. And I loved the Arboretum, but I never caught its name before. Helga Gunderson. That's quite the Norwegian name, isn't it? It's so Norwegian. <laughs> I love it. I, I- love it. Mariah, really, one of the funnest parts of that was the ghoulies and the coolies piece. When we did that little piece where we Halloween. got scared, I forgot about that. Oh, the <laughs> memories. That was a blast. It was so dark yes. and so spooky, but we made we had so much fun with it. Yes. And, uh, that, we were in our element. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely one of my favorites. Yes. That was fun to film. And the yeah, anyway. Okay. Go guys, just go stream it. Go stream the show. <laughs> on YouTube and or watch it this weekend if you're one of our old school broadcast viewers, which love you guys too. Okay, <laughs> the end of this ad, which was Oof-da. very clumsy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
Oh, sorry. It says Eric Headbob number two. I got to move my... See it? Okay. It, it is interesting doing remote. It was so much fun getting back together with you guys in I person. Know. I know. Even with social distancing. But what are you going to do, right? Yeah, with the mask order now, I... I don't think anyone wants to listen to us record through masks. Oh, so that would this just is, be awful. This is better. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. So, Mariah, no behind-the-scenes segment today? No behind-the-scenes segment today. You know what? We are mixing things up. We wanted to keep today kind of short and sweet, but... Might be too late for that. I know. Sorry. <laughs> we kind of rambled and screwed everything up. But, you guys, we have a surprise for you later Ooh. this week. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I don't even know if I know about this. All right. Well, since we're mixing things up, I think when I'll am I going to find out? <laughs> You'll hear about it, you audio guys. Dave. Be patient. Uh, hey, Mariah, can I read the review this week since we're mixing please, things up? Please do. All right. Let's grab this here. Now, this one comes from Herstory History. Hmm? She I says, think it's her story history. Oh, her Never story mind, history. Pronunciation. <laughs> Not one of my strong suits. <laughs> Thank you, her story or her story. I think it's her story, history. Oh, you're probably right. I'll bet. <laughs> Stick with it. All right. Well, maybe she'll let us know. Uh, she says, this podcast is so full of information that I love to listen twice <gasps> to each one. Aw. No wonder our numbers are <laughs> going up. <laughs> the presentation is entertaining. The hosts are pleasantly enthusiastic. Aww. Whatever. And the, destina- <laughs> and the destinations are fantastic. That was very nice. Thank you so Aww. much for that. Herstory history is what I'm going to go with, but yep. we'll see. Uh, we hope you enjoyed episode 26 of the Cabin Podcast, and we'll be back later this week with Mariah's said surprise. Mm-hmm. And of course, don't forget to leave us a review. How many stars, Mariah? Five and no there less. There you go. And everyone else listen twice and get your friends to listen twice, and we'll yes. fake our way to the top. Please do. <laughs> Today's episode of The Cabin was hosted by me, Mariah Haberman, Eric Paulson, and Dave Janis. Produced by me, Alan Fallon, and Dave. Tune in next week for more campfire conversations and insight into the world of Discover Wisconsin. The Cabin is a production brought to you by Discover Media Works. To learn more, head to discovermediaworks.com and don't forget to leave us a review and share us with your friends. And here's this week's installment of Know Your Wisconsin. Aztalan State Park was established in the 1950s to preserve remnants of the ancient town known as Aztalan, the state's first town. This historic site is upkept by Wisconsin's DNR and a group of volunteers known as the Friends of Aztalan State Park. These volunteers are dedicated to the preservation, promotion, and enhancement of a unique ceremonial and residential Native American town. Aztalan State Park encloses the ancient town of Astolan. Astolan was established a thousand years ago as Wisconsin's first town. And the people that made the town came from America's first city, a place we now call Cahokia in southern Illinois. A group of the people from Cahokia came here, made this town that included characteristic monuments such as large earthen platform mounds that supported important buildings, sometimes religious and sometimes the houses of important people. The Friends of Aztalan State Park also focus on educating visitors and put on public events in the park all year round that celebrate the Native American culture of the site. Ho-Chunk dancers, the uh, Wisconsin Dells singers and dancers, uh, come here to perform and also talk about their traditions uh, because the Ho-Chunk were the ones who occupied this land 
uh, when the first Europeans came. And uh, they were subsequently removed to other places, but this in essence was Ho-Chunk Land. Take a self-guided walking tour of Aztalan or visit the Aztalan Museum, located just north of the park, to learn more about this important piece of Wisconsin history. And now you know your Wisconsin.